Welcome to Breaking Barriers. You know your path. We know the obstacles. And we can teach you how to tear them down. And now your host, CEO and founder of Adapting Social, John Vigero. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Breaking Barriers. Today, I'm extremely excited. I have a friend and a client and a guy who literally, I think, is the only person I know that has more energy and enthusiasm towards marketing than I do. Um, I want to give a big, big shout out and welcome to Ari with Sperling Dermatology. Man, thank you so much for being here, bro. Of course, man, John. It's my pleasure, man. Good to see you. Yeah, it's great to see you as well. So listen, I don't so so Sperling Dermatology is changing the game in the tri-state area, right? And so, you know, when it comes to mobile, like you guys go to houses, you know, you work with some of the top celebrities, like in the tri-state area. Like you guys are revolutionizing this industry and you guys are blowing it up. So my, my, my thing I want to dive in on, if you can give everybody a quick, like 60 second synopsis, who is Sperling Dermatology, you know, and, and how did this all get started? Sure, man. Well, Sperling Dermatology is basically uh, a dermatology practice started by my wife, Dr. Shari Sperling, a board certified dermatologist back in 2016. And we started in Florham Park, New Jersey. And at that time, I was kind of working in corporate America, doing what I've been doing for the better part of you know 15 years, which was you know I was a salesman in the uh, in the technology and digital marketing space. And we made the decision in late 2016 to bring on Cool Sculpting, which is the number one non-invasive fat reduction treatment on the planet. And through bringing that on, we kind of realized very quickly there was an opportunity to leverage my background in marketing and sales you know, for Shari's business, really, for Sperling Dermatology. And so in 2017, I started to kind of manage a little bit of that. And we brought on a staff to focus on cool sculpting. And we very quickly saw the business start to really pick up in a big way. Uh, in January of 2018, it was so good that I decided to leave my job in corporate America and come run Sperling Dermatology full time from a business standpoint. So my wife is obviously the doctor. I'm the business guy. We ended up... Um, through that kind of decision, we, we really built an enormous business where now we've actually opened two additional locations. So we have three total. Uh, we introduced New Jersey's first mobile spa uh, amidst COVID. So we can actually bring our treatments to people's homes from the comfort of their driveway, as we say. Yeah. And we've grown to about 30 employees. And uh, we were recognized uh, about a year ago as the number one cool sculpting provider uh, in the country out of about 5,000 providers. Mm -hmm. And then just a few months ago, we were recognized as the number one... Got it. Damn, buddy. I like it. Uh, <laughs> a few months ago, we were also recognized as the number one non-invasive body sculpting provider in the country. So really across cool sculpting and other, you know, non-invasive body sculpting services like M-Sculpt, M-Tone, Cool Tone, Evoke, number one, number one, number one. So really, we we just kind of, you know, we're shooting for the moon here, man. That's First off, again, that's huge. So congratulations to you and Dr. Sperling on doing what you guys are doing over there. Again, I know you're helping so many people, but Putting, putting that aside for a second. So part of this is like, you know, these entrepreneurs that are, that are out here listening, like they want to know how they can grow, how they can stretch, how they can learn. What, what have been some challenges that you've had, you know, since maybe, maybe you jumped on board or Dr. Sterling started it, Sterling started it. What have been some challenges that like have arose that you guys like kind of overcame? Well, look, I mean, the most obvious one that comes to mind is COVID, right? I mean, every business on the planet was impacted by, you know, what this pandemic meant their business and livelihood. And for us, it was no different. Um, interestingly, what I can say now that we're talking in December is it's cool that like, I'm very, very, very lucky. My wife is a doctor, right? She could have been a world-class chef 
when we could have had a network of three amazing restaurants and we wouldn't be having the same discussion right now, right? So A, very, very lucky. But that being said, facing the challenges of COVID, it forced us, I mean, I I kind of joke only half jokingly, I guess. It's like that first week of shutdown around March 15th, I had to Google what, what is a furlough? Like, what does that mean, right? So we're learning a whole bunch of stuff that none of us expected to be thinking about, um, you know, putting unemployment um, and really just learning what that meant to kind of really shut down a business. So major challenge. I mean, you're talking about a well-oiled machine, which is how we built this thing, having to shut every part of the machine down in a matter of really days, keep it shut down while still paying certain bills that were unavoidable and then reopening the business back up and cranking it back up. And so that entire experience was was insanely challenging, right? And it was heart-wrenching because you're dealing with people too and it was emotional. Um, right. but, but what really the opportunity for us was to kind of take that downtime to reflect on what were some things we could do for our business that we maybe didn't have time to think about or didn't have the, the guts or the, the manpower to execute on while we were running so fast pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. During the downtime, we were able to reflect and we made some really good decisions that allowed us to come back in the reopening and, and really back and better than ever, as they say. And um, I, I really look at it as finding the silver lining in an otherwise extremely tough time. And for other entrepreneurs out there, I'm sure people have had that same experience. It's taking what what ex- it, it, it initially presents itself as an extremely negative situation and finding the positive in it. And that's what we've been forced to do with, uh, with this uh, current pandemic. Yeah, I love the optimism, man. What is what is one thing that do you have like a, a like a morning routine that sets you up for success in your day slash a night routine before you go to bed that sets you up? Entrepreneurs always ask that question, like what's your day to day routine to set you up for success in your day? Yeah, I mean, for me, and I'm sure anyone who runs a small business can kind of, uh, you know, resonate with this. It's my, my day is constantly getting blown up. I mean, even in the last 10 minutes, you're texting me 12 times. I got 16 other people trying to reach me too. And that's the nature of having a three location business with 30 employees who all kind of want a piece of you. For me, one of the things I've started doing in the last year was I'm very digital. I'm a digital guy. I'm a tech first guy. Everything's technology. Right. But with my day, I actually structure it on pen and paper. And I actually have literally like a checklist that every morning I sit down at my desk and I write down the 10 or 15 things. There you go, man. Great minds. It's for me getting off the phone, getting away from the computer, the iPad, etc., was a win because when I'm on there, it's distractions, notifications, notifications, notifications. When I'm sitting here looking at my pen and paper and I can, I right, December 21st today, here's the 10 things I want to do. Cool. Check, check, check. Here's what I didn't get to. Cool. Move that to tomorrow's list. But it forces you to organize each day and and keep yourself accountable. And then at the end of the day, you can kind of look and see what did I miss. And so for me, you know, each day is a series of checklists, right? A series of what's important to do today. And that that to me has kept me kind of honest and kept me on track with my projects. I love that. I love that. Are you reading anything right now? Or or is any books that you've read recently or in your life that like, you're like, if you're an entrepreneur, you have to fucking read this book. God, I mean, there, there's a lot. Uh, I'm trying to think, honestly, because I, I haven't read a good one in, in a little while here. So uh, I, I have to pull one out of the... Maybe not a book. Maybe it could be somebody on YouTube or, or audio. Like who, like who right now are you looking for, for education inspiration online, if anybody? <laughs> You're catching me off guard with that one. I've, I've read some good stuff lately and I've watched some good stuff. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to hold on that until it percolates yeah, in my hold. mind. I'll give, I'll give you something good. I I watched the Beastie Boys documentary on Apple TV last night, and I, I gotta say, I get a lot of inspiration from the Beastie Boys and from anyone who's kind of followed their dreams. So I'll I'll throw that out there for now. You know, that's a documentary about three kids who just wanted to kind of do what they felt like they were put on earth to do, which was make music, have fun with their buddies, and they really built an empire. And it was a ton of hard work. But really what, what their story was was staying true to who they are. So I feel like that's really an important part of, of, of any entrepreneur's right mindset is what do you what do you what problem are you trying to solve? And is everything you're doing each day solving that problem? And so I, it's a funny example to say the Beastie Boys, but it's fresh. At the end of the day, man, people who follow their their path and, and their dream to me is, is is very inspirational. I love it, man. I think listen, I think at the end of the day, I think where you get your inspiration from, you know, everybody is it's to each is to own, right? Everybody has different ways to get motivated or to learn from. So I love that example because at the end of the day, building a dream and building an empire is the same. Even even if it's in music, it's the same thing. They're they're running a business, they're building a brand. Right. So I, I love that and I respect that. Yep. And I like you did that on your toes. I like that you did that on your toes too. On my toes, man. You've got um, it. Yeah. 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 At the end of the day, man, I, I view really like in my role, and this is like as a first time entrepreneur, first time, you know, founder of a company. It's like I say all the time that the same way that my staff is making mistakes and learning and, and you know, growing, I'm in the exact, I'm, I'm no different, man. I'm a young guy. I'm doing this for the first time. I'm making a lot of mistakes and I'm learning. And to me, like, I think when I really reflect back on the last year, it's about, like leading and inspiring and like inspiring people to, to give their all inspiring people to be their best. And as, as the leader that I'm trying to be, it's about, it's about, you know, taking this group of amazing people who work for us and saying, Hey, let's not look at this so much as a job, because at the end of the day, we're, you're with us more than you're with your own family. So if I can really get them to buy into that mentality that we are a family, there's a culture we're really brewing here that is meant to be transcend the workplace. That's what we're building. And that's why these guys are willing to, to run through walls for me. So for me, when I think about lessons or motivation or any of that inspiration, it's all about how can I lead these people to the promised land, but get them to get there on their own by being you know, inspired to, to the same goals that we have as a business. And that's what to me, it sets us apart is I've got employees making, you know, $20 an hour who want to run through walls for this business. And I love them for it. And if it means you bring them, you bring them in, you bring them in a team lunch, you know, once a week, or you give them a little bonus at the end of the month, or you give them a, you know, a great giveaway at our holiday party. It's like, these are ways you inspire people that a lot of, a lot of business owners don't think about the little things that sometimes get these people to do so much greater things um, than they would do without those little tiny pushes. So for me, it's all like a, a piece of the puzzle, you know? I love, I love that you just said that because I think in the, in the medical space, you know, any med spa, medical, anything, you don't typically see culture slash camaraderie with that perception and that actual culture. So I love that you bring the business first aspect to this business in Sperling Dermatology and obviously, you know, and Dr. Sperling brings obviously the expertise. So that is such a good combo just because what you just said is incredible. You know, we work with me adapting social personally works with, you know, the medical field in 20 countries. So it's rare that you hear of a office slash culture like that. So I, so I appreciate you saying that. And I think it's some big golden nuggets guys. And, and as we end here, 
the one thing I want people to know is where can they find you? You know, people in the tri-state area, number one, where can they find you on social, website, and also do you have anything going on right now that they need to know about? Yeah, um, great. I mean, honestly, best way is just look us up online, SperlingDermatology.com, obviously. Um, Instagram, come follow us. You'll see all the different kind of celebrities and influencers we work with. The reality is, guys, we are offering services that a lot of other providers may offer, but the experience we're offering is very unique to us. So non-invasive body sculpting, we're the number one in the country. We have tons of different services. We do Botox. We do filler as well, lots of injectables. We have an amazing staff. And we also have New Jersey's first mobile spa, the Spurling Sprinter, which will come right to your driveway. So New York, New Jersey, uh, everywhere in between. So really appreciate you having me on, John. This is an awesome, awesome podcast and a great opportunity to just connect with you. I said, you're the last person I slapped five with before COVID, dude. So literally your hand is still imprinted. I, no one's touched me since. So good to see you, man. I appreciate it. Good to see you too. And I remember going in there and questioning, like, should I wear a mask? Like, it was so early on then where I was like, should I wear a mask? Does he want me to come in here? Like, so I, I appreciate it. And listen, man, thank you for these golden nuggets that you've dropped here today. I think they're freaking massive. And everybody out there that's in the local area, again, non-invasive. I think a lot of people get scared because the injectables and things like that. And I think that's what is massive that you know that, you know, you guys provide amazing results. I've seen it firsthand. And, you know, there's no, no needles going in you, no nothing. So anybody that's looking for that, Go check them out. They're the top dog in the tri-state. And, uh, and again, thank you so much for your time today, man. I appreciate it so much, Ari. Appreciate you, John. Thanks, guys.